Hi everyone, it's Highlights from Ukraine podcast, your daily audio summary of the latest news reported in the Ukrainian media. My name is Artem, and here is the news. For 419 days, Ukraine stands strong against the forces of the Russian invasion. About 7,000 Ukrainian military are considered missing, reports Channel 5. According to Commissioner for Persons Missing in Special Circumstances Oleg Kotenko, about 60-65% of the missing, according to statistics, are alive and in captivity. President of Ukraine Volodymyr Zelensky visited the advanced positions of Ukrainian defenders near the city of Avdiivka, Donetsk region, reports LBUA. He listened to the report of the commander of local forces, talked with the servicemen of the Marines, airborne assault, mechanized and artillery units, and thanked them for their service. I have the honor to be here today to thank you for your service for defending our land, Ukraine, our families, said Zelensky. The head of state presented the military with state awards, and they presented him with a military coin, a chevron, and a plaque with the symbols of the 110th separate mechanized brigade. In his evening video address, Zelensky informed that he also visited military hospitals in the Donetsk and Poltava regions, where he thanked the doctors and nurses for their work. Russian state media claim Vladimir Putin visited the military headquarters in the Kherson and Lugansk regions, reports Ukrainform. According to the RIA Novosti, Putin talked with local military commanders and was interested in the situation in the Kherson and Zaporizhia directions. The media published a video which shows that Putin arrived in some town or village, he gets out of the car and, surrounded by guards, meets with someone from the military. However, it is not clear from the video where exactly Putin is. Later, the Russian news outlet Agentstvo has reported that Putin visited the temporarily occupied territory of Kherson Oblast before Easter and was not far from the border with Crimea. For example, in one of the shots, Putin hands the soldier a copy of an icon and says that it's about to be Easter, right? Agentstvo has noted that Easter was on April 16th, so it can be concluded that the Russian dictator's trip to the temporarily occupied territories and meeting with the military took place last week. The footage of Putin's departure shows the Chenhar Hotel, located right on the border with Crimea. Several helicopters are circling over the hotel. We would really appreciate if you could recommend us to your friends and family, as well as share information on social media. This way more people would learn about the podcast and truth about Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Germany has officially confirmed the transfer of the Patriot anti-aircraft missile system and ammunition to Ukraine, reports Ukrinform. 16 Zetros trucks and two border guard vehicles were also transferred. Germany confirmed such transfers only after all of the equipment is already in Ukraine. Some of the M2 Bradley armored vehicles, which the United States announced in January, have already arrived in Ukraine and are taking part in combat operations, reports European Pravda. Pentagon spokesman Charlie Dietz confirmed this information to the publication The War Zone. Early on Monday, the official account of the Ministry of Defense of Ukraine published a picture of some Bradleys. Dietz did not specify when exactly the Bradley fighting vehicles arrived in Ukraine or how many have been sent. In total, the US promised Ukraine 113 vehicles. The Bradley is an armored combat vehicle that transports the infantry in the combat zone and provides support in fire. Three civilians killed, one injured in the result of Russian air attack in Lugansk Oblast, reports LBUA. 
According to head of the regional military administration Artem Lysohor, Russian forces shell liberated areas of the region every day. He called on the locals to evacuate. Later, head of the president's office Andriy Yermak informed that the Russian troops shelled the center of the city of Kherson, reports NVUA. Local authorities said that at least one person was killed and at least nine wounded. Bloomberg informs that French President Emmanuel Macron plans to approach China with a plan that he believes could potentially lead to talks between Russia and Ukraine as early as this summer, reports European Pravda. According to the sources familiar with the intentions of the French leader, Macron instructed his foreign policy advisor to work with top Chinese diplomats to create a framework that could be used as a basis for future talks. A spokesman for Macron's office confirmed that talks between diplomats are planned but declined to comment on the details. As the agency clarifies, it is not known whether official Kyiv and its allies support Macron's plan. Many of them have previously rejected proposals for a ceasefire on the grounds that it could allow Russia to retain occupied territories. Many countries are also skeptical that China can serve as a neutral mediator given its friendship with Russia. Poland is introducing a ban on the import of Ukrainian agricultural products from April 19th, but at the same time will allow transit from April 21st, reports Interfax Ukraine. Ukrainian agricultural products will be allowed to travel via Polish territory either to one of the ports or to other EU states, but not to stay in Poland. It is expected that on April 19th the Bulgarian government will decide to ban a number of agricultural products from Ukraine, reports European Pravda. Earlier such decisions were taken by Hungary and Slovakia. The European Commission said in response to this that trade policy belongs to the exclusive competence of the EU and the unilateral actions of states are unacceptable. It has also promised to issue a new support package of 100 million euros for farmers from these five countries affected by the influx of imports of Ukrainian agricultural products. CNN informs that the U.S. Department of Energy, in a letter to the Russian state corporation Rosatom, has warned the Russian side of the consequences of interference in secret nuclear technologies located at the now-occupied Zaporizhia nuclear power plant, reports European Pravda. In the letter dated 17th of March, Andrea Ferkula, the head of the U.S. Office of the Non-Proliferation Policy of the U.S. Energy Department, told the general director of Rosatom that Zaporizhia nuclear power plant contains nuclear technical data of American origin, which are under the export control of the United States government. Ferkula stated that Russian individuals are restricted from accessing such data and technologies without a separate approval from the U.S. Secretary of Energy. Otherwise, it will be considered a violation of U.S. law. The U.S. Department of Energy confirmed to CNN that the letter to Rosatom is authentic but declined to comment on its contents. At the same time, it is not known whether the Russian side responded to it. In April, the U.S. State Department added companies associated with the state corporation Rosatom to the sanctions list for the first time. Former MP Oleg Barna was killed in combat, reports ICTV. The politician joined the army from the first day of the full-fledged war and served in Donbass. He died one day before his 56th birthday. The Highlights from Ukraine podcast is a commercial initiative of just two people and we need your help to grow. Share information about the podcast, rate us in the app, subscribe to our Patreon. With your support, we are getting better. 
call on you to demand from governments of your countries to impose the toughest sanctions possible on Russia and its citizens to stop their invasion of Ukraine.